Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. I'm going to talk about Sister Wives. This is a show that's on the TLC channel. And you don't have to know this show to find this part interesting because I kind of veer off, I'm sure. I'm going to veer off into my own little rant. But Sister Wives is a show that has been on TLC for about 12 years. And it follows the life, it's a reality show, of course, follows the life of a guy named Cody Brown and his three sister wives, right? Are there three or four? One, two. I think there's four, right? Mary, Christine, Janelle, Robin. Okay. They originally lived in Utah. And due to polygamy being illegal, they had to move to Vegas. And then this freaking Cody encourages them all to move to Arizona. And he bought some land. Coyote Pass, which is where dreams go to freaking die. Because this guy is a complete jackass. And if you used to watch this show and you totally stopped, get back into it. I'm not going to spoiler alert this one just in case you haven't seen the news, but one of the wives finally leaves. And I have never understood why they are there. Mary, for the love of God, Mary got catfished by a woman pretending to be a man. It all came out on the show. Very public, very humiliating. Even voicemails that she left. How much did they have to pay her for her to say, yeah, I'm going to put this all out there. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and put this all out there. How much could they have possibly paid her? And... She has zero relationship with her husband. She's the original wife. So because of this little catfish sitch, she openly talks about how they don't even have a relationship at all. I don't even think he visits her anymore. So she must just be in it for the show. Because I'm telling you, this Cody guy's a real jackass. And I don't understand why they're married to him. I genuinely don't. Even the show, even if that show paid me $500,000 a year, I would still have a hard time staying in that damn marriage. Even if I only had to hang out with that little mullet wearing jackass, like 10 minutes every three weeks, it would still be tough. Even if he owned a bunch of miniature giraffes that I could hang out with, well, I might be, (laughs) that might be where I'm okay. (laughs) I might be able to push through the pain of hanging out with this guy if I could hang out with miniature giraffes. So that's my threshold there. But this show is fascinating to me. I've always really found it fascinating. And I will tell you, I went on this major campaign several years ago to promote Sister Wives. Not the show, the actual lifestyle. (laughs) And for those of you that are listening and you're like, no way could I ever do this. I want you to hang tight because I have quite a freaking sales pitch. And I actually went through a phase in my last job. I traveled quite a bit and I went through this. I went through this phase where inevitably we would all end up in the hotel lobby bar while we after dinner. So we would all end up there and kind of hang out and chat. And I would pitch groups of women that I knew on this whole idea. And I'm going to tell you, inevitably... They all got on board. There was one main objection, and I'll get to that. But people would go go from no way in hell could I do that to, you know what? You might have a point. So I'm going to give you my pitch. I still kind of stand behind this. This, I'm going to give you the exact formula for a successful sister-wife situation. Number one, you get to pick the other wives. It's kind of like fantasy football. You get to pick the dream team. And so I'm going to tell you my dream lineup. And I want you to think about yours. And I want you to follow me on this journey and see if I sway your opinion here. Dream lineup. I'm wife number one. Wife number two, super chill, 
loves trashy television, loves a Sauvignon Blanc, and loves to just straight talk shit, right? That's sister, sister wife number two. Sister wife number three is a pick me girl. And I can talk about a pick me girl because I used to be one, you guys. Like the pick of girls. It's so cringy to admit that publicly, but I was. And so sister wife number three is going to be a pick me girl. So she loves cleaning the house, loves cooking. She's doing everybody's laundry. I'm watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with sister wife number two. Sister wife number three is scrubbing the kitchen floors. She's loving it. We're loving it. All right. You, you starting to follow me here? Sister wife number four loves to go hiking. She likes me out in nature. She likes to wake up early. These are all the different sides of me. How fun is that? <laughs> Sister wife number four loves to get up early. She loves to read self-development books, go hiking, and do all those things. Now, here's the key part of this. The husband needs to be funny, attractive, but real annoying. Because we want him to start getting annoying at that 24-hour mark. So when it's time for him to go to the next house, sayonara, my guy. Get on out. And here's where it gets really fun. So let's say Tiger King season two comes out. I'm going to call sister wife number two and say, hey, check this out. We need to schedule some time to power through this entire season in one setting. And she's like, well, shit, it's my turn to have the husband. I go, no, it's not. Watch this. I patch in wife number three and I say, hey, you have done such a great job with the laundry and the kitchen floors that we're going to let you have our days. You get him three extra days this week. She's going to feel super excited We look like team players and we get to binge watch Tiger King season two without any interruption from the husband, right? Now you guys are probably starting to get into this a little bit. Isn't it fun? It's fun. It's I'm half kidding and I'm half not. (laughs) And the one main objection, and I was able to get a lot of people on board here. I even had my own draft of real people. I was like, we could do this. And you might even be listening. And if you are, you're probably laughing your ass off remembering this. It's it's such an interesting thing to think about because it really could work well. It really could. But the main objection, what if I get jealous? One, we're not doing that anymore. We're in our 40s. We don't give a shit about that. Two, he's annoying. So by the time it's his turn to leave, you're like, thank God. Thank God. God, I'm not talking Cody Brown annoying. I'm talking like a little bit annoying, not a lot, just enough where you're like, okay, okay, you go hang out with the pick me girl. I'm gonna miss you. And you kind of wink at wife number one, like, "Mm, maybe not. Starting to sound really good, isn't it? And it is funny because even now as I talk through this, I'm like, you know what? It really could work well if you had the right team. You have to have the right lineup though, you know? You have to have the right lineup. It's so funny. So I would love to hear from you guys if you found this funny. I would actually really love to hear from an actual sister wife. Like share your lineup. What was it like? If it didn't work, share your lineup and I'll tell you the part you missed. Because I could sell this with my eyes closed which doesn't even make sense because I would actually not change any of the difficulty in selling it. But it's kind of funny, but it's actually, I think, kind of viable. I think it's actually something that could work well if you planned it out right. So anyway, I hope you got a kick out of that. It was... (laughs) I always get a big kick out of it, especially when people start to see it my way. And they're like, you know what? You might be on to something here. So pretty sure it's still illegal. So take it for what you want. Uh (laughs) and go create your dream lineup. I would love to hear what yours would be just for fun, fun and giggles. Is that the saying? Or laughs and giggles? Whatever the hell it is. Okay, so my office 
faces the road that goes in front of our houses. So today I'm sitting here working away and I see my girl Barb drive by and she passes her driveway and kind of stops in the road. And then she backs up a little bit, goes forward. And I notice her do this like a few times. And I'm like, what in the hell is she doing? Did she like forget where her driveway is? Which is not a normal thing I see Barb doing. And I just kind of wrote it off as whatever. So I went back to work. Well, rarely do I speak to either of the girls in between our coffee meetups. And I get a text from Winnie that says, hey, need to talk to you about something. Call me if you have time. Of course I have time. So I called her and she said, well, I want you to know that Barb had stuff she wanted to take to the Salvation Army to donate. And I told her I would take her. And she called me and she said, are you ready to go? And I said, Barb, it is 1030. I'm not even dressed yet. And I kind of laughed and she said, not everybody's like Barb, you know, not everybody is dressed and ready for anything the life, anything the world is going to bring them at 6am. And my girl's not exaggerating. I've never seen Barb not like super dressed up. It's so freaking cute. So cute. (laughs) And I got to tell you, Winnie, Winnie dresses cute. I mean, casual. I sometimes probably look a little bit homeless or I'm probably wearing the same thing as Winnie if we're being honest here. So anyway, got a big kick out of that. So she said, well, we drove to Salvation Army. And of course, she gets out and has to tell all these stories to the people that just want the boxes. They don't want to hear all these stories. And (laughs) and I'm totally laughing pretty hard. And she said, now here's where things get interest. On the way back, we drove by Lisa Sue's. I'm like, none of these names are real. I'm going to have a hard time remembering them. Anyway, we drove by Lisa Sue's house. Lisa Sue is the one that they have speculated passed away. We didn't know. So they'll have me Google her obituary every other week or so. And she's also lived here in the neighborhood since early 70s. She said, we drove by that house and guess what? She was there. And I said, Really? which I'm actually super interested in. And I said, what is the deal? And she said, well, you know, I was ready to get all the information. I had all my questions ready and I'm firing them out there. And of course, Barb rolled her window down because she's the passenger in her own car. Okay, (laughs) little dig at that. Um, And she said, you know, Barb, she has to start asking her questions. And of course, it interrupted my mindset. So I didn't get to ask everything. But she's obviously still alive. She's living in assisted living. Right now, they're thinking about renting out the house. They're not sure what they're going to do. But she kind of gave me the the down low there. And then she she said, um, she talked a little smack about Lisa Sue. She said, you know, I asked her how the neighbors were. These are new neighbors that are next to me and next to her. I asked about the new neighbors and she said they're really nice. And she said, let me tell you something. Lisa Sue back in the day... (laughs) Let's just say she wasn't the friendliest. (laughs) She said, in fact, the church gang thought she might be possessed because she was so mean. (laughs) Oh, my God. And she said, but this is the part that 
what'd she say? I wrote it down. Put a craw in my back. Put a craw in my back. She said, when we get up here, you can go ahead and pull into your driveway and get out and I will drive. And when he's like, well, I'll just take you home. It's right there. It's two, literally two driveways down. And she said, no, I'll, uh, we'll just go to your house. So at this time, when he said she'd already passed her driveway. So that's why Barb's car was like doing all that weird stuff. And she said, go in your driveway and I will drive because I'm going to the church. And when he's like, well, I'll just take you down to the church so you don't have to drive. And she's like, no. And when he's like, she doesn't want me to go. She does not. And now that I think about it, she has not one time invited me to that church. I think she's embarrassed to be seen with me. And I said, oh, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it at all. She probably just didn't want to hassle you. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. I can read the situation like a book. I know exactly what's going on here. And she does. My girl Winnie, you're not going to slip a damn thing by her. She is sharp as a freaking tack. And and I said, well, I certainly hope that's not the case. Um, she said, <laughs> said, well, I know it is. She goes, but you know what? I've realized that Barb has learned how to pull my strings. She knows how to get what she wants from me. And that's okay because I do want to help her, but she definitely knows how to work the angle. So this is a fun little midweek pop-in. So not often I get a little in-between session action, so I really wanted to come on here and share. (laughs) But oh my God, I love Winnie. Interesting that she was getting some digs, loving digs, of course, at our girl Barb. So funny. Can we talk a little bit about TikTok? All right, I know it's ridiculous as a 44-year-old woman, I am so into TikTok, but I am telling you, that freaking app has made me buy more products, try more things than any other app or Googling combined. Genuinely, it's crazy. And here's the craziest part. I've literally never been burned by any product I've purchased from there. And I'm not talking about ads. I'm talking about some random ass girl from Nebraska posting a video about mushroom powder in her coffee. I I hear that and I go, sold. I'm in. Literally, the other night, I was half asleep. One eye open, opened up Amazon, found the coffee or found the mushroom powder and ordered it. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. And last night, I was, and I look at TikTok every night before bed. It literally... Oddly enough, helps me fall asleep because it's a lot of activity, a lot of dopamine hits, a lot of noise. But at some point, like I'm super entertained by it. Then at some point, I literally go into a coma. Like I will fall asleep holding my phone. But last night, I was half asleep, like the, the eyes come opening and closing and this guy comes on and starts talking about freaking Bitcoin and and how it's uh, going to be such a big thing in the future. And you're a dumbass if you don't have it right now. And I was like, you know what? This guy sounds confident. What should I do? Let me go fucking open Coinbase, <laughs> which is a crypto app. I literally, with one eye open, opened up Coinbase and set up a recurring purchase of Bitcoin every month. Not a ton of money, just a little, but it is so interesting to me that I can hear one random ass guy. This isn't even a guy that's like well known. And I'm like, yep, it's fact. Better go do it. But then I can read an article with like actual scientific research and I'm like, meh, I don't know if that's actually true. (laughs) It is so crazy. So my most recent purchases, the mushroom powder, this woman said, 
oh my God, if you guys add this to your coffee in the morning, you will not believe your focus, your energy, and your mental clarity. And I'm like, uh, add two to cart because I need all that. And then I have this Coinbase thing. I cannot think of the thing before that. Oh Lord, I ended up on the vitamin side of TikTok. I have vitamins. I don't even know what the hell they're supposed to do. I've never heard of them. Celery root with ginger sprinkling and some other random dirt mixture. I will literally buy all the things. It's so crazy. And then the things I've learned from TikTok, like boiling your mop water. What? Those of you that are listening are probably like, wait, what? You boil a ton of water, put it in the mop bucket, and then you add your cleaner. It's like you freaking steam clean your floor. And yes, I'm that age where that is super exciting to me. Apparently, you can do the same thing when you clean your windows. You take boiling water and a freaking dishwasher tab for like the dishwashing machine, put it in a bucket, pour the boiling water in, and then you take one of those like little Swiffer looking things, dip it in, wipe that on the windows, and then use a little squeegee, take the water off or whatever. I haven't tried that one yet because I don't have one of those little Swiffer guys, but that woman seemed real excited about it. Everybody else was super (laughs) into it and I really want to try it. Oh, I once watched a TikTok where this woman said, Oh, I made this concoction and I drink it every day and I feel amazing. I'm like sold. What's in it? I'm in. Freaking grapefruit pills and lemon pills. Three grapefruits, five lemons. You peel them. You throw the pills in a big old tub of water and boil it for four hours. And then you drink like a tablespoon and a half a day. I did it twice. Two months. I felt pretty good, but I don't know if it was that because I'm also taking 700 new vitamins. So it's hard to tell which one's working. So anyway, for my fellow TikTokers, email me and let me know some of your cool tips that you've picked up because there are so freaking many. And if you have not got on TikTok, it is not just for the kids. It's primarily for the kids, but... This old lady sure gets a lot of enjoyment out of it. And uh, it really is fun. Thank God for TikTok last year. Holy hell. Um, But anyway, if you picked up any cool new tips from TikTok that you've tried, send me an email. And the email address is Coffee with Michelle. And that name is spelled M-A-C-H-E-L-E, one L, at gmail.com. So that's coffeewithmichelle at gmail.com. But let me know any super cool things you learned about on TikTok that you bought. Well, don't do that because I need to stop buying that shit. But do it anyway. (laughs) Do it anyway. And if you picked up any super cool new tips. I came up with a great eyeliner process watching some TikTok and I still use it. I get compliments on it all the time. But it looks amazing on Zoom, but in person it looks pretty ratchet. It does not look good in person. So anyway, that is my little rant about TikTok. I love it. I'm amazed that I've stuck with it. I've been I have been a loyal TikToker. I don't really post. But I've been a loyal fan of TikTok since the early days. Since the early days when everyone thought it was just losers on there. I was one of those losers. And I'm very proud to say I am still going strong. It is so fun. And their algorithm, uh, nobody has shit on a TikTok algorithm. You will get the content that you want. You will get more of what you love, less of what you don't. It is truly freaking amazing. Thank you for listening to this episode. And as always, if you have questions for me, Barb, Winnie, you have ideas on topics you want me to cover, things you want me to expand on, things you want me to talk less about, drop me an email. I love to hear all the things. My email address is coffeewithmichelle at gmail.com. Again, that is coffeewithmichelle, M-A-C-H-E-L-E at gmail.com. 
Okay, can we talk about getting older? And this is mostly for my ladies in my 40s. There are amazing things about getting older. Giving less of a shit what other people think about you is one of the best. My God, it's one of the best. Some of the downsides are the hormonal swings for the love of everything under the sun. Where was that class in high school? Nobody gave us a heads up this was coming. (laughs) And eyebrows. What the hell is going on? My eyebrows are so freaking jacked up. I have some that are like 17 inches long. And then some that are barely there at all. It is such a hot mess. And I have learned how to make them look somewhat presentable on Zoom. Even then, I kind of miss the mark. In person, it's just a hot mess. And it's funny because I literally do my eyebrows every single day. And I have every single day for the last two years. Maybe I've missed a Sunday here or there. But it's still a hot mess. Like, I'm not getting any better. I'm not. And I always try to trim them and I always screw them up. And every time I say I should never do this again, and then I do it again. Oh, it's so crazy. So I am curious to know, for those of you that are in the eyebrow struggle phase, what in the hell are we doing with these? Are we getting tattoos? Are we just gonna like gracefully age into jacked up eyebrows? What is what is our strategy? I am super curious to hear um, what you guys have found that works. If you've had your eyebrows tattooed on, please tell me. Drop me an email. What was it like? Are you happy? I am terrified of getting the tattoo because I genuinely am convinced the tattoo artist will slip and I'll end up with a freaking unibrow tattoo. Like that is my luck. She'll sneeze or hiccup. Boom. Tattoo gun goes over the the little midsection there and I'm screwed. (laughs) There's no turning back. So anyway, it is funny. But I honest to God had no idea eyebrows would be such a concern at this age. (laughs) But I guess it's probably a good trade off. Not worrying about what other people think about me in exchange for jacked up eyebrows seems like a fair trade. I'm down. I would still take that. But for real, if you have found any amazing product that worked that have helped you, let me know because I am so annoyed with mine. (laughs) All right. Well, that's a wrap. That's another episode under my belt. I hope it's not my last. I hope you were entertained with this episode. And again, the numbers I quoted, any facts I shared might not even be close to accurate. This is for entertainment purposes only. And if you have any ideas or suggestions, or if you're one of my friends and you remember a funny story that I could share, drop me an email. You can send an email to coffeewithmichelle at gmail.com. The spelling is M as in Mary, A-C-H-E-L-E. So again, that's coffeewithmichelle at gmail.com. Subscribe, share a comment, share it with a friend.